This is Love Talk, the Monica Marshall Podcast. For everyone who desires honest soul-to-soul conversations that will encourage, empower, and fire you up to break strongholds, establish your role in God's plan for this world, and to take bold actions. Here's your host, Monica Marshall. Hi, friends. A fall theme is called Fear Not, a reminder of who's in charge, and we are talking all about overcoming the spirit of fear and growing boldly in faith. My hope is that each day you grow more and more in confidence and develop a supernatural courage and boldness. This week is all about fear of sharing a faith, and today we are going to talk about breaking the fear of sharing a faith, going from zero to 100 in about one second. We're going to talk about a gift of evangelism. Evangelism sounds like something that is reserved to some big names on TV like Billy Graham or pastors and those who are really trained in Bible and theology. But friends, the truth is that evangelism is one of the gifts that the Spirit has given us. We all received it. All of us, me and you and everyone else. We all have it. We just need to understand what it looks like to be able to use it. A few years ago, my friend told me that she considered joining one of those MLM companies, but she could not imagine being successful because there was no way she could sell anything to anyone. Uh, We were sipping ginger peppermint tea on my couch and I looked around my whole house and I smiled at her. I started pointing out everything that I purchased because she mentioned it, including the tea we were drinking and the cozy blanket we were sitting under. The truth is, She's not a skilled or trained or gifted salesman. She's not. And if she really tried to sell something, she would fail. What makes her very successful, and friends, a few years later now I can tell you she's extremely successful in her MLM journey, is the excitement about the products that she purchases that leads others to purchase things. Her excitement, her belief in those products, her joy about them, that's what makes others buy. That's what makes others believe that they need that. That's how it works with the gifts of the Spirit. Let's talk about evangelism, whether it's, it is one of your top gifts, or a very bottom one, you still have it. And the Lord will prompt you to use it according to your abilities. Certainly some are called to be preachers of millions, but 99.9% of us will impact others one by one. And if you think about it, God really loves working through personal relationships. Those loved by us will trust us enough to be introduced. 
just like those in the Bible that felt loved by God, received that one-on-one download and trusted Him. <laughs> if you think about it, God never wrote a message in the skies of any sort, but He either spoke to people directly, just like Moses, or He sent Jesus who built relationships and all taught others how to do so. Yes, he spoke to the crowds, just like our big pastors do, but he also answered questions of individuals. The Bible tells us countless stories of people having one-on-one encounters with him. We need to be prepared to share the gospel, but we also need to know how to do it. In 1 Peter 3.15, it says, But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. And always, it says, always, be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. Do this with gentleness and respect. It does not say, know every single Bible, go to biblical school. No, it says, be prepared to give answer when someone asks you for the reasons why you have this hope, why you live in this faith. I'll be honest with you, friends. When I initially accepted Jesus as my Savior, I was so on fire. I literally wanted to write and speak and do everything I could to introduce him to the whole world. But at the same time, I was also terrified. I was terrified to say anything to anyone about him. That spirit of fear was working hard. I just didn't want to be one of those Christians that I used to meet trying to talk to me about going to church. I, I didn't want someone feel condemned like I did. <sighs> But at the same time, I was looking around and I saw so much pain and I just wanted to tell those people that they were loved. <laughs> oh, I was so clunky in that journey of sharing the gospel. One day I, I heard myself say, bless you, when someone sneezed. And then in my head, I started thinking, oh, that's like biblical, right? So guys, I started saying bless you to everyone and anyone for any reason. Totally out of context. I was blessing everyone until some older lady, very proper older lady said, oh, bless you, sweetie. <laughs> and that stopped that blessing thing very quickly. Did not feel right. But I had that momentum of wanting to share going and one day, I just happened to be able to speak to my friend. Just casual conversation. She asked me what has changed about my life in the past few years since she saw me last time. She said, you have this joy and, and you are so positive and things are happening. And like, what is this? What? <laughs> She just wanted to know. 
I didn't bless her, <laughs> nor I read any verses to her. All I did was tell her what changed my life. I got to share my testimony. I got to talk about my life before Jesus. I got to share my struggle of finding my father's house. And friends, one day I'll tell you this story. I'll tell you a story of how hard it was to find my father's house, including visits to crazy places like a swingers club called my daddy's home. Because I told the name, spoke volumes. <laughs> oh, I was out of the place faster than my legs could take me out. But that's a story for another day. <sighs> but with my friend, I also got to share the way that he entered my heart. I was able to share the day when he literally took the wheel of my car and drove me to the parking lot church. At the end, I got to tell her about the moment when I felt like he looked into my eyes and said, I love you in a way that finally broke something down in me, broke down my walls made me feel loved. And then I was so excited to keep going. I was able to share his kindness and his goodness. I was able to tell her all about my new life. We both laughed and cried. And at the end, she hugged me and said, you Jesus sounds pretty awesome. And I can see that something changed. <laughs> For a moment, I was a little disappointed because she didn't accept his gift of salvation that day. And I felt like I kind of did a good job sharing. But immediately, that disappointment switched to, whoa, that's what evangelism looks like. <laughs> if you want to know about my friend, she did not accept Jesus for another seven years. But as, as I sat there talking to her, I realized that I didn't need a specific phrase to break the ice or I didn't need my gift of evangelism to be number one. All I needed to do was to be willing to tell others about my experience of meeting him. Thanks to that one conversation, my mentality changed from looking for opportunities to say his name, use some kind of phrase. And trust me, I have done it in the most awkward ways that still make me cringe. Oh, once I decided to be bold, I literally said the dumbest things. And I know you've said them too. So here are some examples. I remember when I said to my coworker, oh, can you order some dry erase markers for the conference room? And oh, by the way, do you know Jesus? Cringe. <laughs> there was one time when my dentist complimented my healthy gums and I responded with, oh, thank you. Isn't this amazing how the Lord created us? Have you heard the story of creation? <laughs> Cringe. At the end of the day, 
sharing my testimony and living my faith out loud was actually so much easier. I didn't have to strive. I didn't have to work on it. It just happened. And friends, as a baby Christian, I barely knew the Bible. But I still could talk specifically about what I knew about God and his son Jesus based on my life experience, based on what he's done for me. I was able to talk about what salvation meant for me, how his love changed my life, what my life as a Christian now looked like. Why was it better? I was able to share God-only moments I was experiencing, the miracles of answered prayers, I was able to answer a lot of questions because I experienced God changing my life. I was able to talk about my sin being forgiven, feeling supernatural love. I was able to explain how it felt to read his word and know that it was written personally for me. I was able to talk about the realization of the Holy Spirit living in me and guiding me at all times. About how it felt for the first time when I realized that prayer actually worked, that it could change the world and that it could adjust my mood. This, my friends, is what evangelism is individuals sharing what the Lord has done and is doing in their lives, sharing a story he is writing so that we can share it with his other children. Whether we share it with one or millions, whether you realize it or not, having this testimony makes you an evangelist. Let me lead you in a prayer. I will leave you with a few minutes of melody so you can have a soul-to-soul -soul chat with the Father. Be raw and honest and just lay it all out in front of Him. No filter, no pretty words, no grammatically edited sentences. Just you and your heart. Those, my friends, are the best prayers. Father, thank you so much for changing our lives. Thank you for capturing our hearts and our minds and our souls and, and just replacing all that was old with all that is new, all that is you. Thank you for allowing us to go through this experience so now we have these beautiful testimonies to share. I know that Everyone who meets you and surrenders never forgets that moment, never forgets how their lives changed. And I believe it happens because you want us to use those moments from our lives, those stories, to help others see you. Father, I ask that anyone who's listening today goes back to the moment when they met you. 
goes back to the moment when they felt you in their hearts for the first time. Goes back to the moment when they realized their life is now new and that the, this testimony starts dwelling in them and that they cannot wait to share it with others. And Father, I ask that you bring those who are seeking and who are lost in front of them and give them an opportunity to share their beautiful, life-changing testimonies. And Father, I ask that those who are listening, who don't know you yet, who may be seeking or who are trying so hard not to believe in you, that they go back to the moments when someone said anything about you, when someone shared their testimony or when someone mentioned your name, they go back to those moments and sit in rest in quiet place and accept it. They accept the words that were poured into them. And if they haven't met someone willing to share with them, that you bring that person into their lives right now, today. Lord, we don't want to waste time anymore. Bring those people into their lives right now. Let them think of a person that they can reach out to that maybe is living in fear of sharing and that they can prompt those conversations. Father, we all were giving beautiful lives and we've been giving these stories that show your grace and your love and your mercy, whether we are Christians or not. You are there in those moments. And Father, I ask that those moments start becoming so vivid in everyone's minds, that they remember them so clearly that they can very eloquently share them. <laughs>